Welcome to another live edition of Go Live Vegas, coming to you from... <laughs> Wrong show, same network. Right. What did I say? I don't know. Welcome to another edition of Go Live Vegas. Right. I'm tripped the fan down. Can you turn my volume down? I sound tin candy. I, there you go. Tin candy. A little bit up, back up. Right there. Good, good, good. I still sound a little tin candy there, Mr. Uh, producer. Thoughts Count Anywhere is back on the air. See the tryptophan and not totally gotten out of my system. So and I thought I was the tired one. I'm telling you. Well, yeah, I have, I've had some <laughs> things going on the last 24 to 36 hours. I'm lucky. I know what day it is. Welcome. We appreciate you taking the time and making us part of your Saturday. That is Mr. Matt on my far right, your left on the screen. And we are honored after many weeks of coaxing. <laughs> In the studio, the man that we refer to lovingly as Chief, it is his nickname. You see him, he calls in, he's in the chat room. But today, he either got lost on the way to go somewhere or something. He landed here at the studio. This is Chief. How are you, sir? Good morning, sir. What Good a morning. Great, what a great pleasure and honor to actually have you in studio. I still want to see if I have it. Yeah, you got it. I got it. When we opened up our very first show at the um, PowerPlay Sports Collectible Store at the Boulevard Mall, God bless you, Matt. There you go, Bush three times Bush a charm. Uh, you notice he did it right. He sneezed into his elbow. That's where you're supposed to do it. Um, we had a bell. We found a bell, and you were our very first official bell ringer when we started. Yes, sir. Welcome back. Welcome <laughs> back. This is awesome. Thank you. Thank uh, you, thank you. Uh-oh, the shade is already throwing shade at you in the chat room. He says, Chief, you ready to face me? Obviously, you got something going on with shade. Shade, just bring it. Wow. Now, you know, Shade is my, I predicted on Ben Hall's show a few months back, Ben asked me who I thought the breakout star for the local wrestling scene was, and I threw Shade's name out there for 2021, and uh, he was, better not disappoint me. He Otherwise, better, I have to sick you on him. He better not disappoint me either. He's been working hard. Looking yeah, good. Has. Looking good. Working hard. Get that turkey dinner out of your stomach. Get back in the gym and start kicking ass. Shade, your, your seat is in the DJ booth waiting for you the next time you're, you're in studio. 702-329-6947 is our number. You can also call us if you're outside of the state, 855-502-4321. Of course, you can also send us a live tweet using hashtag ThoughtsCountAnywhere. Your message will appear live on the screen, and we'll address it. We'll, we'll give you an answer, whatever. Plus, we have a big giveaway today. Is that not right, Matt? Yeah, we have the Becky Lynch Ultimate Elite Figure... And you can go to thoughtscountanywhere.com and you have till 9.30 to enter. There you go. And what's needed to do to enter when they get there? Find the post for the Becky Lynch giveaway. And you can either oh, like our show, like Three Point Play podcast, watch a video. There's like eight different options that will get you five entries. And you just saw on the screen a picture of our website uh, where that is. So go out there and... Uh, See if you're a winner. You have about uh, half an hour, a little less, about 20 minutes yeah. uh, to enter your entry. Um, <laughs> Shade says, uh, oh, yeah, 2021 is my year, and I'm a prove it, gentlemen. Hitting Jim today. Uh, absolutely. I expect, big, I expect big things from Shade, and he knows it. I should be his Paul Heyman. 
Well, you know, I was just going to say, maybe I need to come out of retirement. You know, I, I was Kevin carrying across as manager. I know. And I did retire undefeated. So maybe I need to come out of retirement and become Shade's manager. Uh, you know what? I, I think that would be great. Uh, however, my belt is in studio today, which is the belt that Chief and I keep talking about. And I'm keeping a very firm eye and grasp on it because I am one to know and I am retired. I don't plan on coming out anytime soon to defend it. Hey, it, Chief, my ref shirt's in the car. Just let me warn you when you want me to go grab it. Very well. Shade, you need to get down here. <clears throat> anyway, so, all right. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. We're going to spend some time going over the Survivor Series show. We got the big WWE report. But in the meantime... Uh, hey, John, good morning to you as well. Let's start with I Hear Voices. Miz won money in the bank to have someone unsuccessfully cash in this year. Do you think that's what's ultimately going to happen? And who, who will it? Well, he'll lose to either one. Either one, he doesn't have a chance. I think he's going to lose it. If he's going after Roman, for sure. I don't think anybody's beaten Roman for a long time. And I don't think anybody's beaten Drew McIntyre either, honestly. They're building those two up to be like the future of the company. Absolutely. Chief, what's your thoughts on that? I think Morrison's going to turn his back on him. Really? Yep. And, okay. Yep. I, I think that's been a long time coming. Uh, absolutely. But how, will that, how would that affect the Money in the Bank briefcase for, for Miz? I think Morrison's going to turn his back on him. They're going to have a match. Morrison's going to win the Money in the Bank. Wow. So it'll change hands yet again. Yes. And then let's say that that does happen. Who, who would he go after? Which, I mean, Drew or, or Roman? I, I don't see him being a fit against Roman. I would see him being a I'd fit against Drew. I'd say Drew. Right? I agree. But yet he'll lose because I don't think, like Matt said, they're, they, they're building him up. Both of these guys. Right now, these yes. guys are anchors for WWE right now. So. Oh, yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, next topic. Oh, I have a Jason comment in my head, but I'll leave it alone. Anyway, <laughs> WWE is planning on moving big match from TLC to Royal Rumble. Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. Uh, right now, they're starting a, a, a thing with Daniel and Sammy, right? Yeah. With the IC belt. Um, we how many times have we seen Daniel and Roman before? Yes, yes, yes. You want to see that? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, yeah. seen that a couple times, but with the new character of Roman and like a heelish version of him, I want to see that match. That's a flip. Yeah. That's a flip. Yeah. You got, you got a good point there. It, it'll be interesting to see how they play it out right now, as we saw in last night's SmackDown, and I know we'll get to in a little bit, Kevin Owens kind of opened the door for a little feud with, with Roman, which is why this match of Daniel and Roman is being reshuffled to another show. So now we're seeing Kevin Owens dipping his toe in the pool against Roman Reigns. So we'll see how that, that shakes out. I think, I think Kevin can give him a good match. But again, Kevin's not winning the belt. I don't think Roman's going to be dropping it anytime soon. It's definitely cool to see like Kevin Owens back in the main event picture. But it's against Roman while he's this hot. So you know he's obviously not going to win. But it's going to be a good match. You know, is Kevin finally out of the doghouse with Vince? Took him long enough. Exactly. 702-329-6947. Give us your thoughts on Survivor Series, any of the matches, uh, The Undertaker tribute, whatever you want to talk about. Give us a call or send us a live tweet using hashtag ThoughtsCountAnywhere. It'll pop up on the screen, and we'll be happy to address it. If you're outside the United States and want to get involved in the convo, 
There's your phone number, 855-502-4321. Why not? Bobby Roode actually made a TV appearance last night from Canada, so we might as well get our Canadian fans involved, right? (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Uh, Let's move on. We'll start our talk about Survivor Series. All right. Uh, During the pre-show, which I did not see this advertised until the day of the show when I logged in, there was a Battle Royale, uh, dual brand Battle Royale, um, one of these last-minute, I'm-outside-the-ring-until-the-end kind of gimmicks because it looked as if Dominic... Mysterio had won the Battle Royale. And then from behind, out of nowhere, the Miz, who they even showed the replay, uh, was he rolled out under the lower rope to the outside, so he was not officially out. And then, of course, after, Rome, uh, after uh, Dominic dumped his, I don't remember who he threw out, um, thought he won, and then the Miz comes in and takes over the win. Yeah. What does this do for the Miz? Does it do anything for him to have won instead of letting Dominic get over? I mean, why, why, what is the rot logic behind The Miz winning this battle royale? If there was a crowd, it would get him more heat, but there's no crowd, so I don't really know. Is it to put more of a spotlight on the briefcase maybe for some reason? Hey, the Money in the Bank winner won this dual brand match? I mean... <sighs> I would think so, but usually before somebody cashes in, they either lose a bunch of matches or they seem to like disappear for like a month so everyone forgets about it. So it's some kind of surprise. And then out of the blue, they make the run in. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, did, is Miz really getting over with the money in the bank briefcase? Not, I don't think so because of the way he got it. Exactly. You know, um, like you said, but he doesn't need to win a uh, he does not need to win a battle royale no. to do anything. And, and Thomas Burnett agrees. He says this this win has done absolutely nothing for him. I would have rather seen Dominic win, <clears throat> or somebody else that needs that little push may not do anything for them a week from now. But at least they have that title that they won the battle royale the the cross brand. But uh, anyway, Miz won that uh, just in time for you know what? Maybe it's because it would help promote the show. Nice. Miz and Maurice. I don't know. Good man. Good, good morning, Thomas Burnett. Yes, uh, Kevin Owens is the ma- is the man. Kevin Owens is the man. End of story for John Rankin. We appreciate that. Um, all right, let's move on. Men's elimination match: AJ Styles, uh, Lee, uh, yeah, Keith Lee, Strowman, Riddle, and Sheamus won in a clean sweep. I was very surprised as to how that match ended with a just. I mean, they just sweat. I mean. Nobody was surprised when, when Seth went in the ring, <laughs> dropped to his knees and said, come on, do your thing. And okay, now let's go prepare for a baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but were you, were you guys surprised that it ended in a clean sweep like that? I mean, I was. I don't know. There's a lot of talent there on both, both teams. Um. Well, Jey Uso getting eliminated first played that storyline later on in the show exactly, and continues to build with that. Didn't so, he get eliminated last? I thought Uso was like the first one out. No, he was the last one out. Uh, Keith Lee beat him to win the match. Okay, I it stand was, corrected. It was okay. five on one and Roman was disappointed that he couldn't beat everybody for some odd reason. <laughs> Especially those guys. <laughs> um, but overall though, still I go back to the original question. I was stunned that it was a clean sweep. Yeah, I certainly was too, Chief. I've got, I've got a question. Where does Keith Lee go now? That he, he got the win. Where do they? What do they do with him now? 
Where's his push? That's He's good. in that number one contender triple threat, so. Yep. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing him go up against Drew for for shot. I mean, I think that'll be a great match. I mean, just in terms of strength and size, it'll be a challenge for Drew, but yeah. I, I think that'll be a good match. Or is it or is it too early for him right now? You know, that that that's the question with the NXT wrestlers coming up that I see. Um you know, are they they're given the push like Matt Riddle, um, Keith Lee, you know, Strom came or uh, Strowman came up from from NXT. They're all performing well. The question is, when do they get the push? Yeah. Well, some say that uh, Keith Lee, when he came up, was getting that push <clears throat> when he beat Orton. Yeah. When he first debuted, and then all of a sudden that cooled off after a couple of weeks. Um, you know, you would think in a three-hour show you'd have plenty of time to kind of spotlight some of these these performers, and they just don't do it. But that's what makes SmackDown better in a two-hour show. Yes. They figure out a way to do it and get everybody in into the proper storyline and go from there where you don't necessarily miss somebody on SmackDown as much as you say, like, oh, we're, where's Keith Lee? I mean, here we're watching a replay from Monday night, and Riddle, he was circumcised of his first name for some reason, going up against Sheamus. And some people believe this is nothing more than a mid-card match. Exactly. You know, um, so what does this do for Sheamus? Will he be, you know, in this match, if he wins, I don't remember if he won or not. I think he did. He did. Yeah. Uh, th th right, this was for the team uh, slot. I mean, what does this do for Sheamus? Gets on the team and, okay, <laughs> what? You know? So, um, it's like uh, with NXT, every time, like, I want, like, some of my favorites to go to the main roster, I get scared of them going to the main absolutely. roster. And that's why a guy like Aleister Black this past week or two weeks ago asked to go back to NXT, and they declined it. Uh, you know, and I think that that's continuing to become a place where a lot of the quote-unquote uh, main card people, if they're not getting the time or airtime, they want to go back to NXT. Yep. And I, I don't believe them. Uh, some, I mean, I don't blame them. Uh, some comments, John says, Miz needed not to win. They needed to have someone like Drew Gulak or another undercarder. Totally agree. Uh, SmackDown got no respect. Um, Keith Lee needs to win the Intercontinental title from Lashley. Uh, they're given a push, then push back to the middle card. Strowman is given a push, then cools off very quickly. And we'll get to Strowman in a little bit. All right, with that, we're going to step aside for our first break of the morning. We want to make sure... We give great kudos to all of the shows and people and supporters of Thoughts Count Anywhere. Uh, that's Matt. That's Chief. I'm Aaron. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Are you looking for someone to provide training to your sales staff? Do you need a motivational speaker about how to handle change? Do you have an upcoming event that needs an MC to handle those responsibilities? Well, look no further than longtime Las Vegas radio personality, Aaron Phillips. I am local to Las Vegas, and I can blend my talents with any audience. For more information, please visit www.aaronphillipsvoice.com and book me for your next event or training needs. This is John Cena. I just, I just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast, Thoughts Count Anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much, congratulations, and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere, because they do. All 
right, welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere, where, as John Cena just said, thoughts do count, and they do matter anywhere. <laughs> so, like John Cena, pop and TCA. Got a lot of John. Thank you so much. You know, when we had Jason in the DJ pit that day and he put Cena's face on him, he looked more like Dan Patrick than he did John Cena. <laughs> you know, but, but anyway, so we want to thank John. So we want to thank everybody who comes into town, does a signing of Power Play Sports with Scott and company, and they're kind enough to do. Actually, we have one. Does he have the one from uh, Doc Gallows? Uh, we'll send it to him. Okay, we want to add that to our mix as well, uh, that they all take a few seconds and, and do a nice little promo for us uh, as well. Um, Anyway, so let's get back to uh, the sheet. 702-329-6947. We love the feedback in the chat room. Which, John, which was the cheesiest promo ever? The one with Cena? We'll tell you the backstory on that uh, off air. Uh, we did a good thing, and he reciprocated in kind. How's yeah. that? To help support him. Uh, all right, let's go back. Did you ring the bell? Ring the bell. There we go. Next match, Street Profits defeated the New Day. <sighs> I called that one. It was a good match. Yes, you did. It you was did cool to it. see the new new day come out in like the Gears of War, yep, like costumes. That yep. popped me, but I'm glad the Street Profits won. I I I agree. Um, we need a few more tag teams in WWE. True. New Day and Street Profits is basically what we're seeing. And that's there. yeah, and maybe last night on SmackDown you had Bobby Roode and and uh, Dolph Ziggler. They were on TV for change. Finally able to get him back down there. Exactly, and, and I got to be honest with you, I, I, this I did say on last week's show, and I know I picked New Day. Um, the Street Profits just do nothing for me, nothing. I've watched enough of their matches in my mind. I see Montez Ford. He's this tall, lanky guy. Listen, he's married to a beautiful woman, right? Bianca yeah. Belair. No yes. question. He's a winner there. Yes. But I've seen a lot of botches in his matches. You know, uh, he just, and he's the one that gets the beat down to go get the hot tag on it with his partner. Um, I, I just, to me, the Street, uh, the street Profits have done nothing. Now, maybe it's because of the way they were presented when they first came up to, to, to uh, the main roster with the Vikings and all the games and the this, and they were portrayed as comedy. It's, to me, they haven't gotten rid of that. I, I haven't been able to take them seriously. Yeah, they're the champs. It's wonderful. I understand why they won. You know, help them get over again and, and beating a team like New Day. But they just don't do anything for me. That's just me. I don't know. I'm old school. <laughs> Lou, Ob Lou Albano and Tony Altamori. There's, <sighs> old, there's old school. There you go. Oh, what a great group. The Sicilian is. tag team. That's right. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, next match. Bobby Lashley defeated Sami Zayn. Now, we all read, and we actually talked about this, that we read it was going to be a squash. It wasn't a squash. No. It was more psychological warfare by Sami Zayn. But as we talked about last week, what concerns me, and correct me if I'm wrong, you have the heavyweight titles, okay? And I'm just going to talk individuals. You have the heavyweight, in my opinion, should be intercontinental, then U.S., right? Yep. Yes. To have the U.S. title holder beat the IC holder, now there's no change of belts, obviously, does that not diminish the Intercontinental title, in my mind? I mean, in my mind, it does. I'm just curious about your feedback. In the 90s, it would. Now, they're just props. I don't think any of them really have the prestige they used to. You know, I'm old school. Mm -hmm. I go back and I think Pedro Morales. Oh, Don Morocco. Don Morocco. When the Intercontinental was right under the heavyweight belt and don't get me wrong I think Sammy 
Sammy keeps us entertained. Absolutely. And he, oh, yeah. he's got the good shtick. Right. But Lashley, in my mind, should have won that match. So you're okay with, with Lashley winning? Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. Matt? If it was... If Lashley was supposed to be the quote-unquote good guy in the match with Sami Zayn, like, running around being, like, the cowardly heel, why did Bobby Lashley need the whole hurt business out there with him? Good point. Totally agree. Good point. Totally agree. Um, I, I don't know. To me, again, it was, it was a little more entertaining because I went in expecting a squash. It was more entertaining. At least there was some in-ring action. Sammy doing his shtick. Yes, yep. he's... But uh, uh, John Rankin puts in there, you know, Sammy does not get a whole lot of respect. And now I don't know if they're doing that to build his character that way, to get more heat on him with no respect or not. But he, when he came up, he was so hot as a face. And they needed to turn. And they needed to do all of that. But right now, the gimmick, uh, you know, I love him. He's entertaining. I just don't see the value, though, of the belt with, with him at this point. I wonder if Sammy and Kevin will ever get back together. Probably at some point. I would think so. I would think at some point. I would laugh when people online are like, oh, my God, I hate Sami Zayn. I'm like, dude, he's really good at his job then. Yeah. Exactly. And so then he's exactly right. Then he's doing Because <laughs> you can either really love him or really hate him. He's good at both ends. Absolutely. So. That's a great point. And that's what they always say. Hey, if you, if you really hate me, then I know I'm doing my job. If you boo me when I walk out, I'm doing my job. That's He's so entertaining. Point. It's hard to hate him for me, though. I'm like, this dude is awesome. Exactly. Everyone's like, what the hell's wrong with you? You like Sami Zayn? I was like, you not watch wrestling? How do you not like this guy? <laughs> you know, you go back and you think about it. And, and I remember uh, listening to Arn at their um, Hall of Fame. And Arn said, when we walked back behind the curtain, we knew if we did our job. You all let us know. Yeah. Just want to remind everybody, you have about seven minutes to go to thoughtscountanywhere.com. Get your entries in for the Becky, Do Becky doll. Becky Lynch figure that you see on your screen right now, which is direct from our website. And by the way, while you're on our website, with the holidays coming up and you don't want to go stand in any lines, not there has been a whole lot or whatever, go to our website. We actually have a merchandise tab. You can buy some gear that has Thoughts Count Anywhere on it. Shirts. Uh, I don't know what else we have. A couple of hats. Hoodies, masks. Anything hats. you want. We have it. So uh, go click on that. You can get that as well. But you have about five minutes left to get your entries in to win the Becky Lynch uh, action figure that you just saw on your screen. I also want to interject one thing before we go to the next match. I don't know about you guys. You guys tired of turkey yet? Turkey Thursday. Oh. Do you guys have turkey? Uh, I, I did not have turkey. You didn't? What did you have? We had ham. Oh, okay. All right. I could eat hot turkey sandwiches for like a month. <laughs> I love those things. Well, if you're out there, unlike Matt, and you're tired of turkey after a couple of days, go to Panda Express. We talked about this on Time to Vegas in our, on our last show. Go to Panda Express today, today only, anywhere in the country. They will donate 20% of your bill to pancreatic cancer research in your area. Okay, it will stay in your area to those organizations in your community and in your town. So go to Panda Express today. Lunch, dinner, midnight snack, whatever. Make, I would say make sure you mention pancreatic uh, cancer awareness so that you, they know and make sure the 20% is your mark to go to them. So go to Panda Express today. Help support pancreatic care research and the association to help others who unfortunately suffer from a type of cancer that has a very low survival rate. But I have a friend of mine, and I'm bringing it up. She's entering her 14th year of remission. 
Oh, nice. Outstanding. That's, I was you know, wondering where that was going. I was like, Panda Express. Yep. Panda Express is like, who tells anybody to go to Panda <laughs> well, Express ever? Go to Panda Express. <laughs> but today, make the exception. Go to Panda there Express. You go. go to Panda Express because the chief says so. There you go. If the chief says so, you better go. So anyway, I wanted to get that in. All right, let's talk about the next match. Sasha Banks and Asuka. Second best match of the night. I didn't see it. I apologize. That's okay. I, I, no, no worries. I don't know. I'll let you two talk about that. Sasha one. Banks defeated Asuka. I thought it was a really good, entertaining, solid match. Yeah. Um, I think it lived up to expectations for all intents and purposes. Sasha needed a big win, more or less. True. Right? Um, I still think, though, they're underplaying Asuka on Raw. She's not just talk about someone who gets no respect. We talk about Sammy. Asuka had this streak, and she was a monster. But once Charlotte beat her and broke the streak, it just seems almost in a way they really don't know what to do with Asuka. Now that she's champion, even more so now, they don't know what to do. Uh, so that worries me about Asuka, because I, I find her, obviously, a great technical wrestler. Whatever gets the belt to Alexa Bliss faster <laughs> would be <laughs> lovely. I am so tired of Asuka and her screaming in Japanese constantly. Is there any indication, though, that Alexa's getting ready to wrestle again? Wasn't she still suffering from some concussions or something? Or? She wrestled on Monday, beat Nikki Cross. I must have I closed my eyes on that. What's that? Four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody needs the to. four horsewomen. Yeah, so um, I, you know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Eventually, it's going to come up. Uh, oh, is that, was that the result of winning the women's? Lana versus Oscar. For, for winning the, uh, being the lone survivor? Is that what? That's what it's showing. Wow. We just saw a promo from Raw showing Lana and Asuka going for her title. So, all right, next topic. Speaking of Lana, by being sent to her room and standing in the corner <laughs> the entire match, Lana became the sole survivor. I called it. Yes, you I did. I called it yes, last week. Did. Yes, you did. Well, now, we all thought she was going to do something to get Nia through a table. Yeah. But... Uh, what do you think of the finish, though, for her to win it the way that they did? I thought it was pretty well done. It was an entertaining match, and I think the finish got, like, over pretty well, and it was a funny way for her to win, just sitting on the stairs crying, and all of a sudden she's like, oh, I won? Yeah. Oh, my God! Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like Now a, the rumor's going around how she might win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, talk about oh, that. Talk about what you heard. that would be hilarious. Talk about what you heard. There's rumors that they have, like, a finish ready for the Royal Rumble. They don't know if it's necessarily going to be Lana or not. But to have the 30th person win the match without doing a single thing, to have, like, the last two, the 28 and 29 person or whoever, whoever the, the other are. two people are in the ring before 30 comes out somehow eliminate each other. And then whoever's number 30 just comes out, and as soon as they hit the ring, they win the match. Just saunters <laughs> down to the ring. Wow. That's crazy. I, I've never seen, a, obviously, we've never seen a finish like that. But uh, that's got to be in front of a crowd, though. Yeah. And that, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of these matches obviously have been very good. And you still, you got to tip your caps to the performers because to continue to perform the way that they are, as if 50,000, 60,000 people were in front of them and they, they're still giving it as, as if it's a live audience, are we, when or how long do you think we're going to see live? audiences to any means be in front of I, mean, I know AEW is doing it down at their place but there's um, too many matches where we're saying 
man, that really needs to be in front of 60,000 people. Um, Drew McIntyre is getting like the shit end of the stick during this whole pandemic. Yes. If there was like the crowds that there were, this dude would be like a mega star. But because the whole time he has been like the top guy, there's been no crowds. Yeah. Ever since he beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Right. There's been nothing. And he's done so much cool stuff. Like, he should have like Stone Cold level or Rock level like popularity and. By the f- pitched-in noise and virtual I, fans. Yeah, I can't disagree. Who knows? A- absolutely. Well, we, we know Brock won't be coming back until people are, are back in. At least that was the rumors. Yes. Yeah. Um, Drew winning it again against Orton on Monday Night Raw right before would have been also another pop in front of a live audience. Oh, yeah. Which are, don't let me forget. I want to talk about your experience of trying to uh, video in to, to SmackDown. I was so freaking mad that uh, day. <laughs> You couldn't get in? I got into the virtual thing for Survivor Series. Right. And it put me into a seat. And like 30 seconds before they were going live, it cut me out. They cut you out? It just said like, see you next time or something like that. And I was like, and you can only click the link once. So once you're like out, you're done for the show wow. maybe you better get a hold of Cena and ask him if he can help you out a little bit yeah, yeah right. we know people yeah, we know, you know we know people absolutely uh john rankin puts <laughs> in the chat room he's he's not a big fan of the number 30 just walking out and winning but that's the point you know how much heat that shit would draw exactly <laughs> exactly that's true that's very true ain't nobody gonna like that all right i want to save the last two matches uh, let's take care of it i have nine thirty-one on my clock do we want to take care of the uh winner for the becky lynch action figure do we have a drum roll or a timpani roll there uh, mr producer something that we can perhaps before we announce it we can get that going 702-329-6947 is our number. Call in. We still have to talk about the Roman Reigns-Drew McIntyre match and, of course, the Undertaker farewell, and then we'll get to additional WWE news. So we're waiting for Matt to uh, roll the You know, while while we're waiting, I I just wanted to say, you know, um, I've been enjoying the women's matches a whole lot more than the men's matches. I think creative writing... Mm -hmm. Uh, is doing a much better job with the women's stories. On both shows? Yes. No, I think the NXT women's division outranks both Raw and SmackDown right now with what I they're t- doing. totally agree with Hell you. Hell yeah. Totally agree. Whoever writes NXT needs to write SmackDown <laughs> and Raw, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I think they're doing a much better job with the women's storylines, but um, I, I don't know. You know. Again, this all boils up to the man. But then again, if you look at it, and I watched NXT um, Wednesday, and it showed when when the women's ref going up the SmackDown right. at the end of the show. Yes. Who was standing on the stage? Triple, Triple H. Triple H. Absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. Uh, John puts in there. He says he gets into the WWE Thunderdome invites, but doesn't get in all the time. He has like twenty-five entries. Uh, so I don't know how all that works. But anyway, do we have a winner that we're going to try? Do we have a drum roll, perhaps? All right, let's roll the, so let's roll the drum roll. The winner of the Becky Lynch figure is George. George? I will email the winner right after the show George. and send it out to him. All it says is George. George Jetson? <laughs> Jefferson? George. I don't know. <laughs> 
George Washington. All right, well, congratulations, George. You are the winner of the Becky Lynch uh, action figure, and uh, Matt will reach out to you. We thank you for your entry. He will reach out to you for all the pertinent details and now, on getting that to you. And yeah, now, yeah. And now brought to that, us by Big Bang Toys. There you go. And now that I'm on the show today, I will disqualify myself for another <laughs> three months. <laughs> Well, listen, employees and those all associated with the show are not eligible. To, anyway, right. now that you're on the mic with us. Yes, know, sir. So, uh, did you, oh, John Rankin. Oh, jo, oh, I'm sorry. He, <laughs> John Rankin put in 25. His entries were 25 entries for the Becky Lynch thing. Oh, not for seats into the Thunderdome. Sorry, John. <laughs> Do we uh, hold on a second? Can you reach that bag right at your feet there? I don't know if we have anything left in the goodie bag. I don't think we have any action figures left. John Rankin, do you, do you gamble at all in town? If you do, I have something for you as a consolation prize. Just let me know if you, if you play a little bit here in town. All right. Uh, all right, let's go to our next match to discuss. Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. Now, you said that the women's match, Sasha and Asuka, was the number two match of the night. Was Drew and Roman number one? Definitely. I think so. I think all across the board. Uh, great match. A lot of near falls. I think it was everything it was meant to, uh, to be uh, as a match. And um, I think Jay Uso, obviously for his failure in the, the team event, came back and helped his cousin. But then his cousin Roman, I think towards the end, got a little upset, saying he didn't need him to come out and do that. But yet he hugged him as they left the stage. Yeah. So, in a way, Jay is like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. And, I, and I'm sure that's part of the storyline. But it was a hell of a match. It was a good match, and it was a good finish that didn't, like, didn't bury either one of them. Right. Because even, like, even though Drew lost, it took interference and God knows how many Superman punches, getting speared through the barriers. Oh, that was and crazy. Everything else couldn't beat him, but it took interference and a chokehold to finally take him out. Right. Absolutely. Um, match of the year, maybe? Eh, maybe top five. Okay. I don't know. It was, it was interesting, but you're right. They, they ended the match in a way that showed them both still strong. Man. A loss to Drew did nothing to hurt him. And we didn't really expect Roman to give up, you know, to lose that match because he couldn't because of the build of the dynasty and the tribe that he's working on on SmackDown. I think it would have hurt him more if he were the loser in that match than having Drew lose. Definitely. I don't think so. Roman's going to lose until WrestleMania. No, even to pass WrestleMania, because if he's actually going against The Rock, it wouldn't make any sense for The Rock to win that either. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, if it is against The Rock and The Rock loses, time which, to, go ahead. Time to pass the torch. Well, but didn't that happen when Sika put the wreath around him when, uh, he, when he beat Uso? I mean, they were the high chiefs, right? Peter Maivia, Alpha and Sika, they were the ones that were up there, yes? Yes, but they've, and I, and I agree with you from that aspect, mm -hmm. but also they've been out of the wrestling scene where The Rock, to me, The Rock took over as the high chief, but there'll only be one high chief. That's Peter Maivia. Right, Peter Maivia, no absolutely. No doubt about that, his grandfather. But The Rock's got to pass it to Roman. Okay. So, but if, if The Rock loses, and presuming he would in that scenario under everything that, that you guys have mentioned, will that, a loss like that tarnish Rock in any way, shape, or form from a wrestling perspective? Matt? No, not really, because it's putting the next generation over, and with Roman being Roman, I think, like, 
he needs like that that big match from like his family has been like, oh, you are the head of the table. You are like he needs you the blessing are almost. The man. Gotcha. Especially gotcha. with the lineage of his family and the Rock being the grandson of the High Chief Peter Mayavia. Right. And the storyline they can do from this is going to be insane if they do it right. Sure. Sure. And by that time, all is expected that uh, Jimmy Uso, because I think I read that he might be back January-ish, if not maybe before, yeah. he would be joining his brother and Roman to create that faction a little stronger. It would be interesting. It would be interesting to say the least. Yeah. So, All right. Um, so, John, what I have for you is a book called It's in the Book, written by Richard Delatore. Uh, if you, yeah, you've already done that. He was a guest on another show that I do called Time to Vegas, which airs on Tuesdays, which is now moving to uh, 7 p.m. Tuesday, starting next week. All of his tips, he was a dealer, he worked for the casinos, and everything that he's got in this book are ways that uh, you can uh, have success in a casino. Let's just put it that way. So uh, as a consolation prize, I'm sorry, it's not the Becky Lynch. Uh, be happy to get this to you as well. We'll make arrangements for that. Okay, final thing on Survivor Series. Okay, The Undertaker Farewell. First of all, it needs to be in front of 100,000 people. We know that. But given everything, give me some feedback. Yeah, what you liked, what you didn't like. Give me one-on-one. What did you like, what you didn't like? I like the Paul Bearer hologram. Absolutely. I think every guy would... I think everybody had like a tear in yep. their eye during I, that. I did. I liked Kane coming out in costume. What benefit did that have, though, in the scenario of coming out with all of those people? Because it was his brother? His brother. Okay. I didn't like the fact that they brought all those people out. Nobody said a word. They just played a video and they all just disappeared. They disappeared. At least they could have had him time. stay at like ringside, clap for him, or yeah. he like did his thing like to his friends, or like did the one knee thing or something. Like I guess it makes sense because it's the Undertaker character like going away. Mm -hmm. Just because. I'm sure we'll see Mark Calloway like a million times after this now, but the actual Undertaker, I guess the friend thing like disappearing makes sense just because the Undertaker was always by himself. He was never a clique of anything. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. He was a one-man show for 30 years, so mm -hmm. for him to go out like in the ring by himself makes sense. Well, didn't uh, I guess like once the Hall of Fame and like Mark Calloway himself gets in the Hall of Fame. Right. They better have some kind of thing with like all his friends or something to that effect. Who would you want to see induct him? It would have to be Vince. Interesting. Vince did not look good on camera, though. He had a lot of makeup on. His his cheeks look all sunken, and his voice obviously. I mean, what he's late seventies at this point, so. Uh, but he just didn't look good. No, not at all. They say he sleeps like an hour or two a night. If that. <laughs> Jeez. Chief, any thoughts on any other thoughts on the on the club? I thought theatrically, as always, they always do great theatrics with him with the lightning and, and everything else and uh, all of that. I thought was great. I, again, I questioned about bringing all these guys out. Uh, the ball bearer was the height. I, I stood up in my living room and applauded that myself, and I was watching it. Yeah, that was cool. And I and you know what? I think he said just enough, which wasn't much, but where he said his time for the Undertaker to rest in peace. How do you come back from that? And, and I know that retirements don't mean crap in wrestling, uh, but how do you come back from that? Why would you? Well, didn't I? I, I think I read somewhere uh, one, what he really wants to do now that he's out 
I hate to say it this way, out of the picture. Right. He wants to go to the performance center yep. and train yeah. yep. the youngsters. So he, he's not really getting out of the business. No, he's not, and I saw that too. He has a big desire to work with them down there from an old school perspective. Like Dusty did. Absolutely. And I could see that. I could see that working very well, uh, which means he'll still be around, which means The Undertaker can always still make some sort of appearance. But it, it's, it's time, though. Yes. I think, like, The Undertaker's gone, but if crowds come back and somebody challenges Mark Calloway, the American badass, to a fight, not necessarily saying they might not do that one. One more match. Yeah. Absolutely. You never know. All right. Let's move on to, you know what, before we move on, let's take our final break of the show. Um, we're going to go over the rest of the WWE news and hopefully some time for pop culture and some other news with the time remaining. But congratulations to George. He was the winner of the Becky Lynch action figure that we had on our website. Stay tuned for more giveaways. But go out there anyway. Get some merchandise, shirts, hats, masks, whatever you want. Buy in plenty so you can give away to friends. Buy in bulk. We would love it. And it helps us for the holidays. Anyway, you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Sports Collectibles in Las Vegas. Stop by Powerplay Sports Collectibles in the Boulevard Mall. Powerplay has a large selection of items from all your favorite teams, specializing in the Vegas Golden Knights, Las Vegas Raiders, and pro wrestling. Powerplay Sports Collectibles has an online store if you prefer the online shopping experience, plus they ship worldwide. So if you're looking for that sports collectible for yourself or that special someone, check out Powerplay Sports Collectibles online at www.powerplaysportscards.com or at the Boulevard Mall. Wow, look at this pretty picture. Look at that, Chief, huh? Ring the bell, time to cash in. <laughs> you know what? I'm bringing my money in the bank briefcase next week. <laughs> you know what? It would cost more to get those plates replaced <laughs> to get someone else's face on there than anything else. I, th uh, I thought it cost a buck two fifty myself. Hey, hey, two fifty hey, hey, at least. Hey. Uh, th I'm going to give him a plug. Brothers of the Belt. Uh, Josh Hammer is a guy that I actually ordered that through. Uh, did a great job with it, and uh, yeah. So thank you, Josh. A little plug for you. All right, uh, let's get uh, going with some WWE report news. Fit Finley, Shane Helms is returning to work since they were furloughed early in the year. I'm very happy about that. Me too. I'm very glad that some of these older school guys now are starting to come back. Uh, but didn't didn't Shane, didn't Helms show up on AEW not too long ago? Yeah, he was part of that Sammy Guevara. Right. That's what I Matt thought. Matt Hardy match. I was all surprised they brought him back. I was like, I wonder if he's in deep water for exactly. exactly. But obviously not. They brought him back at this point. Braun Strowman written off TV for being suspended for headbutting uh, Adam Pierce last week. But a couple of rules, a couple of rumors going around. Maybe he's got a knee injury or they're keeping him off in order to uh, move him forward to the next pay-per-view to get involved in the other storylines. So I don't know which is, which is right, if it's an injury that they're trying to cover up or not. But uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring planned to do an episode on China, but they, the plan got nixed. I'd love more feedback on that. Why did they cancel that one or nix the idea? The manager, the former manager of China, they were trying to get 
And he said pretty much without him, they couldn't do the story, and he refused to do it, so... Oh. So he's being a stiff, which means he was holding them up for a shitload of money, probably. Yeah, they tried <laughs> to give him, like, over 10 grand to do the interview, and he still wouldn't do it. Wow. Now, that's greedy. That's some yeah. greedy stuff right there. Um, all right. Well, that's too bad, because I would have loved to have seen that. Uh, would have loved to have seen how they handled the triple X part of her life, but, you know... <laughs> If they would have even covered that. Um, here's a blast from the past. Gilberg, which I missed this story, suffers a heart attack, but he's recovering nicely. Um, he, he's, he's also, what, mid to late 40s, roughly? I mean, I don't think he's... He's in his 50s by now. Is he? You think say. so? Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, Gilberg was a, a, a puppet, so to speak, of Goldberg, <laughs> of Goldberg back in the day uh, on TV. Um, I remember on Monday Night Raw when I was... Like live in the front row, right. they were doing the Festival of Friendship. Oh yes, and everyone knew like Goldberg. Everyone thought Goldberg was going to come out because right. they were feuding at the time. Right, but we were waiting in the back before the show, and I saw Gilberg walking ah. around, and I was like, "No, nah, they wouldn't do that." <laughs> and then once they said something about Goldberg, and I was like, "Oh dear God, I here know it what's comes." About to happen. <laughs> uh, everyone around me was so mad, and I was dying laughing. <laughs> All right, well, we wish him a speedy recovery. Now, the Bella Twins, as everybody knows, they just had their kids. Um, you can watch Total Bellas. Obviously, those shows are filmed six months or so in advance. But they want to come back in a year or two as their kids are a little bit older in order to come after the tag team champions. I, I, I don't I know that I know why they want to do it. They were probably the, the innovators of the, uh, uh, the revolution and part of all of that. I don't want, like you were talking about the men's tag teams. I just wanted to stay, I want the, the, the current crop to do this stuff. I don't want to see, you know, past people come back and do this. No, in that it. case, Trish and Lita need to be the tag team champions right? above anybody else. There you go. Exactly. I, there, I absolutely, that's a great point. Uh, Pete Dunn uh, beats, oh, I'm sorry, Xavier Woods signs with Gaming Network G4. You're going to talk about that, that, is that as I'm not a awesome gaming guy. So. I watch the Up Up Down Down channel all the time. He's been petitioning for this for like a year. He's been like a huge gamer all his life, and it was always his dream to be like a host in the G4. So he finally got it. Congratulations, Austin Creed. Right on. Uh, Pete Dunne beats Kyle O'Reilly in the ladder match for his team to get the advantage at War Games. You're going to have to talk on that one. That was I, a better match than anything on Survivor <laughs> Series. The best match on TV this week. Was it? Hell yeah. Yes. Excellent. All right. Again, yes. showing... Showing why NXT, I think I saw someone in here, I think it was John, uh, if I can find it real quickly. He ranked the three shows, and number one for him was NXT. So, And, and I think if you talk to true wrestling fans, I don't think that's uncommon. uncommon I'm way answer. more excited for War Games than I was ever excited <laughs> for Survivor Series. New Day or came TLC. Out. <laughs> there you go. New Day came out in Gears of War gear from the game. That was cool. So Great marketing. Being talk. like a gamer myself, I love that game and the New Day, so... Absolutely. I'm totally found that 8x10, and I want to get him to sign it at some point. There you go. Yeah, um, and the only appearance that Big E made at SmackDown or at Survivor Series was in that moment. Because yeah. I wanted to protect him and have him not get hurt for whatever they have him planned for. All right, uh, we have time. Let's get into the AEW Impact Report. Uh, Hornswoggle came out dressed as AJ Styles, J Styles, and defeated Ethan Page. I was, like, super surprised when I, like, heard his music, and I was like, what the hell are they about right. to do? There's no way it's AJ. Right. And then Hornswoggle came out. I popped like crazy, and I was like, <laughs> you guys might get sued for this, but this is amazing. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I watched the clip of it. Uh, obviously, Doc was involved with that. Doc Gallows, um, how, you know, had him beat Ethan Page. Is uh, where do they go with this now? I mean, is Hornswoggle now or we we J Styles now going to be a mainstay on Impact at this point, or is it just a one off? I don't know. He's been involved in the last couple weeks, so hopefully they sign him. But who knows? He'll be the Impact general manager. No comment. No. <laughs> Thank you, John. NXT, SmackDown, and Raw is his order of likeness of the WWE shows. Accurate. All right, next topic. Impact talent upset over positive COVID test as some talent were told to get checked and others weren't told anything at all and only heard through gossip backstage. Miscommunications at Impact? No way. Can, can, I, can I take a shot at this Please. One? Go for it. I think um, Impact's management should assume the responsibility for their wrestlers and they're the ones that should be providing the testing not the individual wrestlers themselves Hell yeah. okay so if impacts coming down on their wrestlers maybe uh impact needs to take some lessons from other people look in the mirror thank you right yeah. Impact management needs to get their act together, whether it's sending emails to certain people, not paying other people. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Tessa Blanchard's still world heavyweight champion. I don't <laughs> care what anybody <laughs> says. Uh, next next maybe, topic. Maybe if yeah. Sammy spits at him, they won't get COVID. There you go. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Yes. <laughs> Just a couple of comments. That was the funniest conversation, talking with Tessa about that. She was like, I swear to God, if that touches me, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I referenced it. She's like, if it touches my gear, whatever. It touches my skin, we're going to have problems. There you go. All right. Impact <laughs> has filmed multiple finishes for matches through the end of the year as multiple contracts will expire at the end of the year, and they don't know who's going to resign. Well, when they say resign, I mean, oh, resign. I'm sorry. I meant resign. Um, who are some of the names? Do you know? Did it mention who are some of the players that might be in this? Taya Valkyrie, Ethan Page. Okay. Yeah, John Rank. Uh, John uh, Rankin put something in there about Ethan as well. Yeah, those are like the two main ones. I'm not sure okay. who else is up, but with Ethan Page being involved with like the Good Brother storyline, which is like one of the major storylines, if they were to have them win the tag titles and their contracts, his contracts up and leaves. Right. Kind of puts them in a bind. I think they've learned their lesson finally about stuff like that. So you would uh, think, well, I think, and I think Ty, you know, when Ty's contracts up, there's no way she's resigned. She's, uh, she'll be going elsewhere. She's got friends in NXT. <laughs> yes, and does. a husband on the main roster. Hmm. TikTok. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, TikTok, right? Okay, uh, let's go to pop culture. Her and Scarlet as a tag team would be pretty dope. Wouldn't that, though? That would be cool. That would be cool. All right, Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. tonight on pay-per-view. I don't know anything about this, so is this just a moneymaker? Uh, pretty much. It's like an exhibition bout. They said it's like it's 10 two-minute rounds. And there's supposed to be no knockouts. There's only supposed to go like half speed, but they both said neither of them how do you go know how to do that. I was so, going to say, yeah. How I do you mean, go half speed boxing? Is some of the money going to be donated or? or no. It's just, Mike Tyson's going to make $10 million tonight, and Roy Jones Jr. is going to make three. 
Okay. I, 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 got, I got three simple, in my opinion, I got three simple words for this. I don't care. Uh, I mean, I, I, who called for these two to get back in the ring? You got Mike Tyson's 54. Great. He's in great shape. I'm not going to take anything away from that. But just like wrestling, it, you, you know, rust does develop. You, you have to get back into taking bumps and doing all that sort of stuff. How do you, after being 15 years away from a ring, and I'm not even counting sparring, but, and then expect to jump in and have a match, you half speed my butt, they're going to go at it. You can't, how do you tell somebody to go half speed when throwing a punch? Why? Is it really, I mean, Mike Tyson. Well, because, Who's the other bigger names in boxing currently that anybody cares about? You know, here, here's a good <laughs> 15 years ago, I would care more. Right now, like, like John says, to spend 50 bucks on this, he's not. I wouldn't. You know, I, I don't give a shit. Here's mm. here, here's a good point. We we are gullible. The pu- general public is, yeah. At things like this, so if if one's making ten and one's making three, um, and why did why did Roy Jones agree to take so much less money than Tyson? <laughs> Obviously, Tyson's the draw. Let's face it, right? Yeah. I mean, that's got to be he it. He is. <laughs> well, I would think he would be. I think Jones is a pretty deep. And Jones, when Jones was in his heyday, mm-hmm. he was a hell of a fighter. He was like the best pound for pound fighter in the world in his heyday. But yes. everybody paid the $60 for pay per views to watch Mike Tyson knock somebody out in 30 seconds. Right. John, John Rankin <laughs> puts in the chat room where he says Mike Tyson smoked too much bud that he wanted this match. Love you, John. I, I, to me, I mean. It's kind of one of those things, like for WrestleMania, they were originally talking at one point, Undertaker versus Sting. Right. Okay, 15 years ago, that would have been a tremendous match. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't want to see things like that tarnish their reputation and their in-ring performance to see something like that. These guys, look, Tyson was, was a monster when he wrestled. We, when he wrestled, when he fought. He also wrestled, knocked out Big Show. But didn't he punch out Big Show? No, that was, uh, that was Floyd. Mayweather. But he had the run-in with the... the, the yeah. Swerve with Stone Cold and all that, but right. hey, listen, the guy was was a once in a lifetime kind of fighter, and we know all of his troubles growing up, and we know the history. Um, and I like what he's done with himself the last fifteen years. He's really recreated himself and yes. done some wonderful things. And and but I, I just to me seeing him in the ring just does nothing. But that's just me. Spinal. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, all right, last topic, and a little bit of uh, sad news. Uh, hit the uh, newswire yesterday. Uh, founder of Zappos, uh, Tony Shea, passed away yesterday at the uh, age of 46. Apparently, he was at his brother's home in Connecticut not too long ago, uh, and the house had a fire, and he sustained injuries. Uh, and they're saying in the news reports today that he succumbed to his injuries uh, cause of the, uh, from the fire. Um, Locally, we know what he's done downtown, revitalization of part of Fremont Street, the Container Park, Zappos moving them into Las Vegas, moving them into downtown, their, their service center. Uh, nothing but great things people have had to say about him. You can read all of his quotes and inspiration, what he's done online. Uh, this is a big loss, I think, not only so much in the business community around the world, but also as a, uh, a community-minded individual who really does nothing but give back outside of work. Plus work. I mean, he's done great things for his employees, but gives back to the communities all the time. I agree. Yeah, I've worked downtown since before the rape. Everything was revitalized by him. So to see like the before and after and you would just see him walk around the streets and 
he was a huge Blackhawks fan, so we talked about hockey like every time I'd see him. But he had like the Stanley Cup come to the gold spike. He bought a freaking casino and turned it into the break room for Zappos. It's crazy. Just freaking crazy. And he had a fascination with llamas. So if you ever went by like the old city hall, all the llamas were back there and right stuff. Right on. Well, he's right a super cool guy. He, yeah, listen, he was just, I, I saw that at the age of 24, maybe it was 26, he sold his first company to Microsoft, I think it was for like one point something million, whatever it was. It was a huge number for Jeez. a kid in mid, mid to late 20s. But anyway, we want to share our thoughts and prayers and best wishes to the Shea family, not only here in Las Vegas, but uh, to all the, the family and friends that uh, lost a great business mind and a great individual who cared about the community that he had his business. All right. At this point, we want to thank everybody for watching in the chat room. Please stay in tune with our website as more and more opportunities to win stuff will appear on there. Get merchandise. We would love for you to support Thoughts Count Anywhere. There's T-shirts, there's hats, there's, there's uh, hoodies, there's masks to make sure that we protect you as well. Uh, go out there and, uh, hey, think for the holidays. You don't have to worry about standing online anywhere and uh, dealing with people. <laughs> Just online stuff. Uh, Matt, final thoughts. Everybody be safe out there. Wear your masks. Let's get this under control, get our lives back to somewhat normal. If everyone just does their part, maybe we can get back to some form of normalcy. Right on. Chief, it's been a pleasure having you in studio with us, man. Yeah, it was awesome. Gentlemen, thanks for letting me come in. Long time due, man. Uh, who knows? Maybe I'll show up again. All right. Maybe, yeah. we'll, maybe we'll make you a permanent stay of the team. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> any, anyway, everybody... Uh, please have a happy holiday season. Um, love you all. All right. From everybody here at uh, Thoughts Count Anywhere, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week. Watch our Facebook page on our website for announcements on who our guests will be. Coming up at 12 o'clock, two hours, Neil Portnoy and I kick off. Uh, Twin Brothers from Different Mothers, our guest in studio, Sandy Knights, great singer and entertainer here in town. And remember, go support pancreatic cancer. Go eat some Panda Express today, 20% of your bill gets donated as i always like to say at the end of every show be kind to each other why is that believe it or not folks we're all we got have a great week everybody be safe be happy be healthy we'll see you next time 9 a.m next saturday right here on go live vegas thoughts count anywhere <laughs> <laughs>